All right, troops, strong and conditioned, live and direct from his living room with the dog. So once again, if the dog barks, it's because I've got a puppy, so be warned. Anyway, tonight is an extra, extra special guest. One of my favourite, if not favourite, puppy practitioners on God's green earth as of this moment. It is the one and only, the man with the most expressive burpees on earth, one of the true OGs of the game, Mr. Moses Cuevas. How are you, Mr. Moses Cuevas? I'm, I'm, I'm blessed, brother. I'm, I'm doing uh, pretty well. Uh, given with God's grace. I'm alive, I'm, I'm fighting still, and uh, I'm here to, to fight another day, so. Good man, good man. Well, it's very good to see you again. We chatted on the Move, Sweat and Suffer podcast over a year ago, and that, without a doubt, was one of my favourite podcasts. So, can you give both myself and the listeners a brief rundown as to how you got to where you are right now in your fitness journey? Uh, sure. Uh, well, um, I, I, as a child, I, I grew up in, in first and foremost, uh, foster homes and group homes in the system. Um, I come, I grew up, I'm born and raised Southern California. Um, I, uh, my I come from a family of 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 gang culture and all that. I I kind of had a rough upbringing, but as 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 a child, I've I've always been active. I've always played different sports, not in leagues or anything like that, but on on the streets, I guess you could say. Um, I I was one of those kids that was always running around, always staying active. Um, as a teenager. I uh, I played again. Uh, the thing with fitness and exercising, period. I've always done and I've always used as an outlet. It's always been a therapeutic thing for me. Um, I've always gone to it to to release. Uh, well, not not only release, but to to let go of you know anxiety, stress, anger, all that. You know, so it's always been an outlet for me as far as exercising. Um, my dad, my father, rest in peace, Rudy Cuevas. Um, he uh, he got out of prison about 2015, I believe. No, 2005, I apologize, 2005. And um, he introduced me to pull-ups and also a little bit of burpees. And, uh, you know, again, I've been exercising all my life pretty much. And um, that was one way we bonded, me and my father. Shout out to my father, rest in peace. But, uh, yeah, man, um, we would work out. I would work out with him. And, and again, I learned from he was my OG. He was, he was uh, someone I looked up to. He was my role model. He taught me. And that was another way we bonded. But uh, um, pretty much as my teenager years, uh, you know, I was uh, incarcerated as a juvenile. Uh, I became a young father, and uh, 
yeah, man. I up until now, I, I've I've uh, I've gotten my my life straight. Uh, I went to prison for at one point in time. Um, I I committed a crime. I did my time. Uh, you know, and now I'm giving back to the community. Now I use fitness as a as a resource to help the youth, to help veterans, to help disabled people. You name it. I've worked with people all over the world. And uh, with different backgrounds, different cultures, ethnicities, you name it. Um, uh, working out and, and just exercising in general is, is I'm, I'm blessed to say it's, it's a part of my purpose. So, and uh, burpees, burpees uh, has been definitely um, one of my strengths. Uh, I do a lot of calisthenics. That is what I do mainly. But I also do weights. I do a little bit of everything. I'm not just one dimensional. Um, I run, jog, hike, you name it, boxing, martial arts, uh, weightlifting, you name it, burpees, but burpees has been the one, the center of my, uh, my foundation of exercising and fitness. Um, and, and because of burpees, it's, it's kind of what kind of give me a, a decent platform as far as social media and stuff today. So. That's where I'm kind of where I'm at today, and uh, I've done I do fitness classes now. You name it, um, I train people. I'm a personal trainer now, and yeah, man, just just doing my best to 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 help and inspire not only the younger generation, older generation, but uh, help change lives for the better, uh, living a healthy style. Uh, but not only we're working out, but spiritually, mentally, also. Yeah. So let's let's backtrack and walk our way through this fitness journey. When you said that you played sports, which sport did you gravitate towards? I love that question. Um, I would say football and basketball. Uh, football, playing in the backyard or or in the apartments that I used to live in with all the other kids, we would play. Um, or also basketball, basketball too. Those two two sports right there, a little bit of baseball, but um, mainly basketball and football. I would say for sure American football, because there's there football. You got soccer, but football is a real football with soccer, and I know in, in internationally, but uh, American football really. Yeah, but all Did sports though. I'm just been an athlete at a heart, brother uh, Lee. I've been an athlete since I was a kid. Uh, even if I don't know how to play, I'm I'm learning. I'm I'm willing to learn. I've always been a student, and I'm still a student to this day. Yeah. It, so, did you? I know that soccer is really popular amongst the Mexican community in California. Did you have a soccer team that you supported at all? Um, there's two teams that come to mind. I would say the LA Galaxy, and then you got a, a team called the Chivas. But uh, I, I'm not gonna sit here and 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 act like I was fully uh, attentive to soccer. I, I somewhat. I hockey. Hockey's another one. I like hockey too. Uh, I went to a uh, Mighty Ducks, the Anaheim Mighty Ducks. Hockey is a cool sport too. But soccer, um, I've always liked the LA Galaxy. That's been a decent team that I've always kept my eyes on from from a distance. Yeah, yeah. Are you a David Beckham fan at all? A little bit, and he's one of them. Because he's he's another reason why I would watch watch them. Yeah, yeah David yeah. Beckham. Oh, you got Messi, and uh, I've always liked Ronaldo. He's he's been Ronaldo. he's been all right too. So, 
Yeah, I've always kept my eye on a special talent. Yeah, yeah. So you then spoke about your father uh, being released uh, from prison and teaching you calisthenics tips. What kind of stuff did your father teach you and how did you create a workout program or a regime out of his mentorship? Um, well, he taught me a lot of things, uh, Brother Lee. Um, and a lot of it, you know, it wasn't even in verb. It wasn't even verbal. He didn't, he was a very quiet person, but, uh, I would, I would learn from him by just studying and watching him as a, as a, as a child and son, but also as, cause he's an, he was an older, uh, I've always, I was taught to, to respect your elders, to respect older people, honor your parents. Uh, at one point I, uh, because he wasn't in my life, I, I did despise him and my mother cause they both were in prison. They both did drugs, etc. but I forgive him. We only get one set of parents. And I love my parents. I forgive them, and it's okay. But as far as fitness, um, he taught me consistency. Um, and it's not only just about working out; it's also about mental. You got to be mentally ready. You got to be. You got to be fully focused. Um, focus is key. And this, these are the things I will catch from watching him, observing, and studying him. Um, also, mainly consistency and focusness, and um, and also I learned from him being versatile. Cause I would notice he wouldn't only do uh, pull-ups or burpees. He would ride his bike. He would play racquetball, handball. Um, he would do different things. I noticed too. It, it wasn't just one thing. Cause I've seen others just do one thing or two things, but I noticed he would do multiple things, and I I noticed. Uh, from that, it would it would it would keep him very mo uh, mobile and, and uh, it would help his mobility, and um, yeah, that's that's definitely a few things I I've learned from him. So, would it be safe to assume that your father had a more leisurely approach to fitness, as opposed to being like single minded and trying to get a a, a specific result or outcome it was more of a a laid back and leisurely approach in a way yes but when he would work out he would work out brother right. like he would go hard and this i got my i got if you guys love me you guys watch me i got a lot of my game a lot of my my schooling my from him so i gotta thank him um Cause you know when, when we're passionate, brother Lee. When we go in, especially with burpees or whatever it is, we go hard, and he would go hard. Um, especially with him doing pull-ups. Uh, I've never seen really anybody do pull-ups like him. He had the, the beautifulest form, up and down, nice and straight, boom, boom, back to back. And I was just like, look at him, like wow, you know. And um, burpees too. He would do his burpees, and uh, he just had a steady form. Yeah. Nice and easy. It was it was yeah. just nice. And it wasn't nothing crazy. Nothing like I do. But yeah. he he would um I, I learned that from him. And of course yeah. I made it something special, more creative, more uh spicier, more exciting, you know. But uh 
I, I, I got to give props to him and thanks to my father, man. Thank you, Father. Yeah. yeah rest yeah. in peace. That makes a lot of sense. And I actually disagree with you in some respects because I don't think your boppies are crazy. I think they're anything but crazy. But I can see what you're trying to say at the same time because they are different. So it makes sense that you would have been influenced by that style because I think your boppies are... There's a method to your boppies. There's, there's almost, it's quite difficult it's a form for me of to, art. I, yeah, I yeah, yeah, art. yeah, absolutely. Like, what I'm trying to say is, is there's always been an emotional aspect to your boppies, but there's a feeling of tranquility at the same time when you perform them. It's like you're not, I don't get this like overbearing intensity, but I, I, I get this like. It's hard to explain. Passion. Your puppies, yeah, passion, passion. But your puppies, they always take my breath away in that respect. You like your puppies are unique. You, I've always said that there's that artistic element to them. But maybe we'll talk about that somewhere down the line of the podcast because if I start a subject, I won't stop. Yes, sir. So you've taken your dad's exercise regimen on board. What kind of chin-ups was your dad doing? Pull-ups? Was he just doing standard pull-ups but adjusting technique or was he mixing his grip or like doing pull-ups or muscle-ups or like wide grips, chin-ups? Uh, I would say uh, uh, wide grip, close grip. Um, never. I, I'm going to be honest, I never seen him do muscle-ups. I'm sure he could, but uh, I, he would do a lot of reps, a lot of reps, a lot of pull-ups. And he would do sets, and that's another thing I, I learned from him too. Um, also, I gotta be honest. Also, for me working out with other other athletes or other people, when I was incarcerated too, I learned a lot from different guys that have been do or that are doing life in prison, or that have been there for years, and they had their own regimen and routines. So I, I've I've taken bits and pieces from from people and made my own, you know. Um, uh, special thing you know and uh but yeah he would uh wide grip close grip and uh i'll just never forget his form it, it, it was uh i've never seen anything like it really um yeah so i'll be i'll be even trying to mimic it i i i just can't i can't so yeah man what what is it about the the chin-up that your father did which is so difficult to mimic it was it was just his form. The way he, I'll never he, the way he would uh he would got he would get like a how can you say it? he would get a a motion and he would start pulling this out boom back to back almost and it was almost like a you know how you grease up a machine and and it's nice and flowing yeah. like a nice flow back and forth like a swing back and forth but it was nice it was beautiful and I was like wow you know so. Yeah. So let's move on to the boppy. Yes, sir. How was your father's teachings when it came to the boppy? Did he teach you a system or did he just get you doing boppies and just kind of going down your own path in that respect? Pretty much, yeah. He didn't really, uh, as far as the burpees, um, he didn't really, he gave me what he had in his bag and um, it, it was pretty much, I won't say basic, but standard, you know, um, 
Navy SEAL and with the knees up, you know, um, kickouts. Uh, and I kind of went, I took that and I ran with it and I, you know, I, um, created something I, I think definitely unique. And, uh, I've, again, I've also, I've learned from other, I'm a student, you know, I, I take, I take, I pick and choose, um, from other greatness. Cause I feel like we're all great in different ways. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah I think that's something like the boppy is one of those exercises, which you're constantly tinkering with. It's constantly evolving. You'll notice someone do a slight movement with their feet and you'll think, maybe I should try that. And you, you see why they do that. And then you see someone with a hand placement and it becomes a, like Bruce Lee would say, you, you start taking what works and just moving everything away that doesn't work. So when did your boppies evolve from that point? At what point did you start to take the boppy and make it your own i would say honestly until i got on youtube really um until i got on social media that's when i really started uh, i was doing burpees before social media and youtube and all that like when i was incarcerated or even when i was younger i was doing burpees before probably since i was a teenager for sure i've been doing burpees since i was a teenager about I would say 14, 15 years old. Um, but I got more creative and I made sort of my own style of burpees. Uh, I would say when I, when I was in my twenties, in my twenties and, uh, I got on, uh, YouTube and, um, uh, I just started adding my own things to it. I, I'm a create, I'm an artist. I feel also. So I love being creative. I love doing different things and I love challenging myself. Um, I like pushing myself to the limits. You know, I like I like trying different things. Like you said, we we pick we see what works and what doesn't work. You know, and uh, that's kind of another reason why I um, I didn't come up with, but one of the best burpees I've done so far is and the hardest is is the commando burpee. Um, that's kind of where that came from too. Yeah. So when you were incarcerated, what did your boppy regime consist of? Oof. Uh I made see in there I made up my own routines in there too. Uh I mean you can go from a thousand burpees to to a thousand burpee push-ups, uh to two thousand, you name it. Um what did it consist of? It can go from an hour a day to two hours a day, two hours straight, um, nonstop. And I think being in there was probably the hardest I've ever trained as far as burpees. Um, man, I would, uh, not only me, there would be a few other gentlemen and not everybody because not everybody can do them and not everybody likes to work out, you know, in there. And uh, But uh, we would go, I remember a few times we would go for a good two hours straight nonstop burpees. And uh, I remember I would be in my boxers, you know, I would be drenched was sweat you it, it, it would but every time man i i hitting that much and then after a while brother lee it from doing so many burpees for that long of a time of a period of time it wouldn't even be it wouldn't even me be doing the burpees it would become mental i will get into this focus or this tunnel vision where everything's blocked out it's just me and my mind i will i'll never forget this 
And I would just be in this zone. It's just me and my thoughts. It's no longer I'm incarcerated. It's no longer I'm, I'm working out with other guys. It's just literally me and my thoughts. And this is about an hour and a half, hour, 45 minutes in of nonstop burpees. Um, you name it, uh, Navy SEALs, all everything, all kinds of burpees, all the burpees. And, um, man, it's, 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 I've definitely taken that with me uh, just to, to use in life. And, uh, you know, anything's possible with, with faith and determination and grit. Yeah. Did, did, would you just perform burpees for duration of time and not concentrate on how many reps you had completed in a session? Uh, both, both. It would, it would just depend, um, depend on the day and what the goal was and the goal is. It depends how I would feel. Sometimes I'll make a number or, or, or a goal or standard, or I will just go until I can't, I can't go no more. So it would just depend how I would feel or what the team was feeling. You know, yeah. or I'll, uh, a lot of times I work at all my work out on my own. You know, yeah. I don't, I don't, I didn't, I don't need uh, nobody else to. I'll just go push myself, challenge myself. You know, that's the beautiful mm -hmm. thing about burpees. Yeah, you know? yeah. Did you find that? I mean, because you are you are a fitness instructor, you do personal training and you do fitness classes. Did you adopt that mentality when you were incarcerated? Would you take burpee sessions with fellow inmates? Were you like a leader in some respects where you would take a, a group of guys and have a big puppy session in that respect? That, that's crazy how you, how you asked that. Great question. Um, see, I haven't really talked about this a lot, Brother Lee. Um, uh, humbly, I, I, earned the, I, earned, I earned the position to run the workouts with yeah. all my all the brothers, you know, of you know, um as a leader, as a young yeah. leader, I had to earn that though. Cause there's other guys that are in shape that have been yeah. there and these guys are doing life from murder, you name it. And I I can't just come in and be like, hey, I'm in charge. I'm I'm gonna lead these work. No, no, yeah. no, no. I had to earn that. It's about respect, all that, and um I had to show all of our brothers in there at, at that at that point in time um, that, you know, I was not only in shape, but strong mentally, physically, spiritually, all that. They're not going to just let some guy lead these, you know, killers. Yeah. You know, so I, I, I had to earn that. And yes, I, I would lead um, the workouts. At one point, I was calling the workouts. I would some I would sometimes create them. Yeah. And be like, hey, you guys, today we're going to do these. And you know we'll we'll go from there, but yeah, I learned that from from being incarcerated. As far as the leadership and teaching, um, it's taking time. I'm still learning. I don't know everything just yet, but um, it, it started pretty much from there. As far as leadership, even when I was younger, um, I've I, you know, I've always been a leader at heart. I feel, but the the advancement and the the skills and and um. Pretty much when I was incarcerated, I could say it was amped up and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So how would that differ from, uh, like, say you're taking a class in a gym with just, like, people that have came and paid to be instructed by yourself? Did your sessions, do your sessions differ in that respect? Do you still take that same mentality you had when you were, 
taking a group of guys that were you were incarcerated alongside, and do you apply it to like a fitness class you take nowadays? I, I do, I do to a point, to an extent. Um, I I do carry over some of it's also militant because the way we were training there is military militant style. Um, so out here I I do uh, apply some of that that style and that mentality, you know. Uh, but I try not to do it too much because some people I know can be um some people can be uh dis not discouraged but uh intimidated kind of by the style yeah. of training because it's so hard and it can I I can do it I I can, but uh I've learned you gotta be not it's not in everybody and um you uh you kind of have to you know if someone's barely starting you have to um baby steps you gotta you kind of um not everybody can take that style of training. So I just do my best to be open-minded. I got to get a feel for the, the group I'm working with. I got to get a feel for the class, the people I'm working it can, it can be a lot of girls. It can be guys. So all that does come into play, and it does matter. So I do my best to work with everybody. Uh, but I, if I feel like I can push them, I'll, I'll push the gas a little bit. I'll, I'll, I'll turn the fire up a little bit, you know? Yeah. It all depends, really. Yeah. So when you take a fitness class, do you actually perform the fitness class alongside the the people that have uh, that came to join in? Yes, for the most part, I do. Uh, at times, yeah. uh, for the most of the time, I do. There's been times I don't, though. I just I'll just instruct and teach, but um, majority of the time, I'll be performing with you guys for sure. Yeah, it's only do right. You feel it's a, a Alas, uh, if you take part in that respect, I'm sorry. Do you feel that the class is better all round if you are also taking part in the class? I I do. I think it's better when you're participating as an instructor because you're, especially if you're the leader and you're leading. You have to lead. You have to lead by example, I believe, and uh, I believe by me working out with the group in the class. It's also motivation for them. Like, hey, Moses is right here doing it. We got to do it, you know? So uh, yeah. I notice I notice when I work out with the class and group, uh, I, I feel like there's more motivation. There's more fire, uh, more passion. Yeah. Uh, besides when I'm just instructing or, hey, you guys do this and that. I, there's, there's definitely a difference. Definitely, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say. So... How would an average burpee session taken by yourself been when you were incarcerated? What would the the, the structure involved? Um, I I definitely created a, a go to, which was one of my routines. Uh, a hundred burpees, uh, can be from five to seven pump. Uh, I'll go fifty Navy Seals, uh, seven or five pump, and then fifty kickouts. Or, or, you know, back-to-back, -back, repetitive. Um, sometimes, though, we'll go to 200 to 500. Or if we're doing one pumps, we'll go to 1,000. Uh, it all depends on the – on. I would always switch it up, though, because our, our body – I learned that our body will, will get uh, – how can you say it? Uh, not stagnant, but uh, our body will get used to it, and then we're not really – uh, progressing, so uh, that's why I would always switch up the routines. 
um, do different things, different styles, different uh, routines, and uh, and also keep it interesting. Cause at one point, Lee, brother Lee, I, I would get kind of bored from doing so many burpees. Yeah. I uh, it's been one of my strengths. Um, but at times I'll you know like I, it kind of like nah I don't I say this humbly it'll get kind of easy. I was like oh you know. So that's why another reason why I'll switch it up. Like, give me something else, you guys, or let's do this. Let's do, you know, and that's where the creativeness comes in, you know. Yeah, yeah. So like, you're different in that respect because you're one of the bulky guys I've seen so far who has actually made content or a video speaking about why bulkies can sometimes be quite bad for you. Yes, sir. Um. Yeah. So. I've seen guys, bigger guys and smaller guys, uh, get injured or they hurt. Their their wrists hurt, their knees hurt. Um, you know, maybe it's because we're on concrete doing doing the burpees. Who knows? Or maybe because they weren't really taking care of themselves. There's a lot of different things, reasons. Um, another example is you can uh, you can also lose muscle, too much muscle if you're trying to stay at the certain physique. Whatever the person goal is, or or style of or or way of, or how they want to feel or look. Um, another example I want to use is my father. I remember one time he told me the story. Uh, he was incarcerated doing all these burpees. Yeah. And um, you know the homeboys, the homies in there had told him, "Hey man," because my my dad. I remember hearing my dad tell the story. He's like, "I was doing burpees every day, every day, every day, every day." And the guys in there came up to my dad. My father was like, "Hey, you you look great. You're doing good, but you're 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 getting too skinny. You're getting too shredded. You're getting too skinny. You're losing some of your your muscle. You you know you just calm down with the burpees a little bit. You know you're good. It's good for the wind and cardio in there, because you got to be able to survive in there. Survival in there. Um, it's really you get into a scuffle. You're fighting with somebody to the death. Who who gets tired first? Whoever gets tired first is the one, you know, they're going to end up most likely losing the battle. So yeah. that's what another reason why we would do burpees in there is uh, for survival. Um, so you can survive the longest. You can have the longest cardio, the wind. Um, but, yeah, I don't know if that answers your question. That kind of went off course a little bit. But, uh, yeah, it can affect your knees, your elbows. Um, you just got to be careful. You got to take care of your body. Uh, I feel like a lot of people don't talk about the bad things about burpees, though. Yeah. No, it, it's quite refreshing because, I mean, I'm guilty of this myself sometimes, <laughs> but I think, like, a lot of people can be quite evangelical about the burpee and they just get, like, they, they, they just become too enwrapped in it and they fail to see the potential negatives that come with high-rep burpee routines. Because, I mean, let's face it, a guy like yourself was in a situation where at points the burpee was the only thing that was available to him. Whereas most people, like nowadays, they've, got, they've, they've never lived during a time when they've had so much available to them. But they focus on the burpee, it becomes this all-consuming exercise because once they get past that initial <clears throat> phase where it's really brutal and puts people off they start to experience that feeling of going into the zone that you spoke about 
-hmm. which can become very addictive. Yes, sir. Like so addictive, people don't people don't really speak about burpees in that respect. Like they become super effective because they give you a high mm -hmm. that most exercises don't because they come into the burpee with this mindset that it is a brutal exercise and once they conquer it, it gives them this feeling that they need to just start chasing it even further and further and further. Mm -hmm. And it, it comes to their detriment at times because, as you said, you're using body parts that are fairly vulnerable, particularly the wrists. I mean, your wrists are, like, my wrists in particular are made of glass. They can go at any minute. I need to strap up really tight with a pair of wrist wraps to do burpees. Mm. But no one's oh, speaking about oh, it. Oh, okay, yeah. I was no one's speaking curious about it. on the, the wrist wraps, okay. Yeah, yeah I, I've always had wrist issues. I, I've had carpal tunnel syndrome in both hands, so I need to wear wrist wraps. Okay. I can get away without wearing them, but I want to I want to perform my burpees with peace of mind. Like, like I don't want yeah. to injure myself because I want to keep doing them. They've been a big bonus to me physically yeah but within the burpee universe so to speak no one speaks about it because they don't want to put people off but you took that bold step of making a video and saying look burpees can be bad for you if you do too many of them and, yes, and why and, you, and it's like it's almost like you're turning back in the thing that gave you a big platform yeah but it's not it's being honest it's like i'll be totally upfront with you so I think that's quite refreshing. So that leads me I, on to my, that leads me on to my, sorry. Can I say this, Lee? Yeah, sure. I, I do have to say there's definitely a lot of benefits to burpees. I, I do have to say that. Like there if people if, uh, whoever's watching, you're gonna get cut, shredded, you wanna lose some weight or get just shredded. Burpees is the way to go for sure. Um, I, I believe there's definitely more benefits than um, disbenefits for sure. You know, it's just they, there's an old saying that too much of anything is not too good. So just stay balanced, you know, that's all. Yeah, I, I think ultimately you need to start bringing other things into the mix because you're never going to stick to one thing throughout your fitness journey. You will always move on to something else. There's always going to be something else that catches your eye and you're going to experiment with it. And if you persist with it, you're probably going to pivot in that direction. But you need to take certain things from what you were previously doing and add it to your fitness journey. You need to keep increasing the size of your toolbox. Yes, sir. And burpees are an essential part of the toolbox, but they're not the they're not the full picture, because I people think I or the only thing I do are burpees. I keep getting comments on my Instagram, and you can see some people. Is this all you do? And it's like, no, it's not all I do, but it's the thing that gave me a presence, and so it's the way I'm channeling myself. Because I'm not going to start doing weights. I can't compete with these oiled up bodybuilders. Right. I'll just get lost in the mix. But I found my my calling in burpees. But you made a video as well speaking about how burpees get you fit. But when you try something else, you might get exposed. <sighs> yeah. Oh, uh, it's I've 
I I learned I learned Lee Brother Lee the uh I won't say the hard way, but I learned from experience, <laughs> uh training with other uh other athletes and, and what they're great at, and man um I was ex- not exposed, but I seen for myself like hey whoa, I'm kind of weak right here in this in this aspect whether it's my legs running uh weightlifting. Uh, all these different, it can be basketball, you name it. Um, and I learned like, you know what? I gotta, I gotta continue to keep evolving, keep doing different things, stay active with, you know, just don't stay one dimensional. Um, cause I was, I was in some other athletes, other, uh, people's worlds and, um, I wasn't. I wasn't, you know, where I wanted to be because uh, I have a competitive spirit, you know, and uh, so I just learned from there, you know what, I got to I gotta work on different things. I, I want to be, uh, I, like you said, I don't want to have one tool. I'd rather have multiple tools in the toolbox, you know, and uh, uh, I want to be all around ready. I've, I've always had that philosophy, be all around ready, you know, and uh, uh, why not? Why not be great at a few things instead of one thing? You know, and um, uh, but vice versa, though, those guys that can uh, lift 500 pounds come into our world, do some burpees, they 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 get they can only do like 10 of them, you know. Um, same thing with pull ups, I've seen guys they can lift a lot of weight, but they get on that pull up bar, they can't even pick themselves up, you know. Yeah. So imagine if we're hanging on a roof and we have to pick ourselves up to, to save ourselves. If you can't pick up your body weight, you're, you're doomed, you know? So, yeah. I, I, again, but vice versa, uh, you know, I believe in lifting weights is good. Uh, you know, just be careful, of course, safety first. But uh, yeah. that's why I do a little bit of everything, you know? Yeah. I think I think with regards to, like, building muscle, I think as, as men, we all have this masculine desire to have big muscles it's just something that's been ingrained in us from growing up in my experience i grew up with he-man rocky first blood and they were all jacked super jacked and but ultimately there's always this part inside of you that knows that that amount of muscle is just not too good for you right It, it would probably put limitations on you ultimately like you described mastering your own body weight, for example, or, or hanging from a building or trying to stand up and uh, from the ground 10 times in a row. Right. But, I mean, in these situations, they're good because they they allow you to identify potential issues and where you need to improve in order to become that well-rounded conditioning machine. Right. I'm sorry. You you are able to identify potential weak spots by performing these sessions, which you're not used to. Yes. Yes. Um. Honestly, for me, Lee, I I saw that. You know what? You know, I I thought I was in shape. I thought I was up to par. I thought I was excellent. But you know what? I learned, and it's not a bad thing. It's okay to learn. It's it's okay to, we're not all perfect, you know. We all have things we can always improve in. And it just taught me, you know, 
Um, I got to work a little harder. I got to be a little bit more open-minded and I got room for improvement. I don't, I'm not, I'm not the, I won't say how, what's the word? I don't want to, um, I'm not Superman, you know? Yeah. So, uh, there's always room for improvement. And I just, I learned that, uh, you know, uh, everybody is great at something. Everybody has something to give. We all had different strengths and weaknesses. You know, we're all special yeah. and unique in our own way. You know, that's definitely yeah. something I learned from um, yeah. training with other people from yeah. different uh, fitness worlds. Yeah. I'll, thinking about it, though, I would think that being able to perform high rep burpees would give you a good baseline to build on. Oh, yeah. So even though you would be exposed in that initial session, you would have the conditioning to get up to that level quickly. Yes, and that is very true. So I that's 100% true. So because of that, because of my burpees, the condition, my conditioning and wind has always been great yeah. in anything I do. So that's something I've never been worried about. You're absolutely right. And other people, other athletes, they see that. They know that. Yeah. Um. Whether it's swimming too, swimming, you know, uh, it, our lungs, our wind. It's yeah. that's one thing I respect about burpees and I love about burpees is the wind, the cardio. Um, it's it's another animal, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, I think one thing that I've always thought is the word strength and conditioning. And there's a part of me that thinks that conditioning should come before strength, mm. because to have high conditioning levels will allow a person to work harder which in turn will create greater strength and greater results all around this, this is my mindset ultimately i think because the problem with like weights and gym work is that you always go in fresh like if you, you no one goes to the well some people probably do but most people go to the gym fairly fresh they go to the gym and they have a warm-up, and then they attack the weights. But in real life, you never enter potential situations fresh. You should always train in the sense that you should train from a, a disadvantaged position. Oh, I, I totally agree. So that's another part of my philosophy. I've always, I've always feel this way. I've always thought this way. We have to be ready. Stay yeah. ready. You never yeah. know. And yeah. uh, honestly, uh, at one point, I was lifting a lot of weights. I was trying to get bi uh, big, swole, jacked. And I did at one point. I was almost, uh, my goal was to hit 200 pounds. I was close to that. And honestly, Lee, I didn't really like it. I had a lot of muscle, more muscle than I have now. I didn't really like it. I was yeah. stronger in a way to lift weights and all that. I was stronger, yes. Yeah, I looked, I was bigger, all that, swole, jacked, but I didn't like it. You know why? Because of my wind and cardio, my conditioning. I yeah. felt a little slower. I got tired quicker. Yeah. And I've always been fast. That's so yeah. been one of my strengths. I've always had speed. I've always been quick. Um, They call me in Spanish. They call me in um Spanish is conejo, meaning rabbit. That's been yeah. my nickname. And, doo -doo 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 -doo. <laughs> and for me being that big, um, I kind of lost the speed, the wind, the car, the conditioning. I was like, I don't really like this. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, 
it's funny that that we put ourselves through that because like I'm in I'm in the situation right now where I'm currently trying to put on weight. But sometimes I think, why am I trying to put on weight? Like for what right. purpose am I putting on weight? And it's it's to satisfy a voice in my head that's just I want to get jacked. I want to I want to get bigger muscles. Yeah. <laughs> but like nobody cares about how big my muscles are and it's got worse since i became more popular in social media i think like we all get infected by that to some degree because we, we get scrutinized we get right. the comment people say things i get some of the most brutal comments of all time i mm. like I, yeah and I'm like, so sometimes like most of them i just brush off but sometimes you're thinking right i do need to get a bit more jacked because it's going to also of the belief we need to sell burpees and we're not going to yeah. sell burpees if we look like shit that's a bad advert for burpees so it's kind of like as burpee guys it's kind of our obligation to look look good to a certain degree so we can sell the burpee to people because we're not going to sell the burpee by just telling people do burpees because they're not going to listen they need to right. see the results this is, this is why sure. like bodybuilding works because people see the results visually right so i, agree, I think sometimes uh, as boppy guys we need to kind of just put a bit more into the the physique side just to kind of get the message across yes sir i agree i agree um i also want to say uh i i think it's important that we we feel good also with ourselves you know it's an, it's important you know and um uh, I know it's very easy to get because I've gotten same comments like you, Lee, uh, and uh, it, it can be like a, a demon, you know, and uh, nah, man, we got to just, you know, as long as what we're doing with our what our regimen, our routines, if, if it's making us feel good, feel great and strong and healthy, then we're doing the right thing no matter what, you know, and yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, th I think that like the age I am kind of helps because if I was a lot younger and I was to get these comments, it would it would affect me because right. I don't have that maturity to deflect it. Whereas the older you become, and the less of a shit you give. Yeah, it kind yeah, of I agree. protects you from these comments. So I kind of feel sorry for these youngsters that are in this game. Yeah. I have to deal with this. I can see why it's got that debilitating effect on them mentally. And they feel that they have to look a certain way. Yeah. It's very unfortunate. Uh, it can be kind of a, a poisonous uh, thing. But uh, that's why we just have to stay strong and, and stay focused and, and keep working on our craft, mastering it. Yes. Um, yes. The art, the art enough of not only burpees, but just fitness and, and just living a healthy lifestyle yeah period you know yeah so so moses let's let's talk about your stomach strike because the stomach strike is a question that i get and i'm sure you get it constantly why do you strike your stomach and we all know why we strike our stomach but your stomach strike has an intensity to it that that, like, Buppy King's transition from the floor to standing is completely unique. No one has that glide and that hang time. How he achieves that, I'll never know. It's like he's suspended in midair. And the same goes for your stomach strike. Nobody has that intensity. The way you start overhead, you touch the upper chest, 
and you land in the abdomen area. It's like three rapid strikes in succession. It's, it's like Street Fighter 2 in that respect. Yeah. How did uh, that come about? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, that's all for the for the art of war to be to be ready for war, brother. Yeah. I, I got that. I got that to to striking all my body parts. It's just to have my body hardened, all body parts. Yeah. Uh, just in case if I were able to get hit in the chest, the stomach, um, you you can call it a bad habit. Um, I used to actually when I first started doing that, I used to actually hit my my chest. I would hit my stomach. And then I would hit my legs. And then I would do the rocking chair. So I used to even do more. I used to hit my 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 chest, stomach, core, and then my my thighs, my legs. Boom. But I stopped that. I just go chest and stomach. Or now I'm even just hitting the stomach now. So um why do I do that? I I again it's just to to have my body, my body ready, hardened, ready for any uh strikes or impact. Um, again, I, I believe in being ready for any type of, uh, you know, God willing, no incidents. But uh, I just want to be ready uh, just for life, for whatever life has to bring. And um, yeah, it's uh, it also it's like a, another form of motivation, too. It gets me in that mode yeah. uh, into that beastly mode. And uh, yeah, uh, yeah, man, uh, the sound of it, too. You know, and yeah. uh, it just psychologically too gets me going. Yeah. You know, so this yeah. for me it has different benefits, different uh, different reasons why I do it though. All off yeah. uh, good intentions. Yeah, I feel like the Mexican guys have got the aesthetic side of Buppy's locked down. Like Buppy King yourself. I mean, like you may even make running look good when you're doing a Buppy. Like yeah. when I'm running and I'm doing a buppy, I look stupid. I, it's something I've always been sort of self. I'm just saying, applauding on the spot. I've got two heavy feet. Whereas guys like yourself and Sean Gunby and guys like that are just they're very, very light on their feet. And that's something I like. Like I enjoy my buppies. They look good to me. I'm happy with them. But the running is something that's always annoyed me. I've always thought, how can I make this run look sort of semi presentable? When I'm filming myself, I would say uh, uh, jump roping, jump roping, yeah. running, jogging, um, jumping jacks, because you're working on the feet. Uh, uh, you want to be able to have your hips too flexible. Um, having light feet to me is very important so you can move. Um, boxing's helped me with that also, martial arts. Yeah. But uh, um, I think it's very important to be have to be light-footed, you know, kind of yeah. out. You know what I imagine, Brother Lee? I imagine my feet as being feathers. Like yeah. I'm walking on feathers, if that makes any sense. Yeah. That's what I no, it makes sense. imagine. Yeah. yeah, because you're very light. You're very light on your feet. So, what, what would you, what advice would you give to anyone who's starting out with puppies? I would say, um, Start off with a realistic number, a realistic goal. Um, don't get discouraged. Um, form, it does matter, but don't be too critical. Don't be too hard on yourself. As long as you're going up and down, get that down first. Start off with baby steps. Even if it, you get on your knees, get back up. Start, you know, start, start from the bottom. There's no rush. Take your time with it. 
Um, be patient with the process. It's not going to come overnight. Um, and once you got you get the basics and the foundation down, then you start challenging yourself. Then you start doing more reps. Then you can get creative. You can do sidestep burpees. You can whatever uh, the normal burpees. Um, just be real, realistic with yourself. Uh, you know, and be patient with your with your process and your journey. We're all on different journeys. We're not on the same page. We all have different strengths and weaknesses. Just just focus on you and your journey and um, just have patience with it. Have fun with it. Enjoy it, you know, and uh, listen to your body, most importantly, because only us, you know your body best. You and God, I feel it. We know, you know, so if, if you feel something hurting, you know, be smart. Don't, don't hurt yourself, you know, take your time and... Uh, Enjoy it. Enjoy the journey. Enjoy the process. Superb. So is there any guys that you look up to in the Buppy community? Is there anybody catching your eye as of late? Respectfully, no. <laughs> Respectfully, humbly, no. But you know what? I want to give a shout out to you, Lee. I've been seeing you do your thing, and uh, I love you, man. I respect you. Keep doing what you're doing. Um, I love that you're teaching it. I love um I love what you're doing, brother. And I wouldn't be having this interview with you, you know, and uh yeah, I don't yeah, just uh, work with anybody, brother. And um Yeah, no, I know that. I know I really appreciate that. Um, I really appreciate that. I you got my support and if I can help in any way, please reach out. Um but other than that, honestly, brother Lee, I, I focus on me. I stay in my own lane and I mind my own business, you know, yeah. and uh uh, I mean, uh, there's a lot of, there, I've noticed that the burpee community has grown widely, you know, and yeah. it's a beautiful thing. It's a great thing. Um, you know, shout out to everybody that's that's doing their thing. You know, I just, uh, for me, I just focus on myself though. And uh, yeah. humbly, I, I, I got a lot of things going on with my family and kids yeah. and uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. with the people I work with too. So, yeah, I could understand that because you're, you're one of the guys who like, you're one of the OGs. You're one of the guys that was first putting out content who's inspired guys like myself to go down the path they've taken. Whereas I feel duty-bound because I came into this game quite late. So I feel duty-bound to always try and promote other people or just help people. It's almost some form of duty on my part. And because I'm a personal trainer and a fitness instructor as well, it's probably something that's within my my repertoire or even my dna so to speak but thank you for what you said it was very yes, humbling keep doing so please, anyway keep, keep doing yeah, what sorry. you're doing brother keep doing what you're doing you're doing a great job and uh please man uh you got my support and uh keep keep killing it keep killing thank you it. very much moses I, I really appreciate that so just before we wrap this up can you please tell people where they can find you on youtube and social media uh, sure. So you guys can find me on my YouTube channel. That's where it all began for me. My journey in, in fitness, burpees, uh, I do weights, all that. Uh, my It's part of my life. You'll see a little bit of my life also. So my YouTube channel is Moses Cuevas. Also, I will be having a burpee challenge starting June 5th, which I believe is tomorrow on a Monday. Uh, 100 burpees a day, six days on, one day off. Everybody's welcome. It's free. Um I will be posting my videos. You can follow my routines or just do 100 burpees a day um, on my YouTube channel, Moses Cuevas. 
Uh, also, you guys can find me on Instagram, uh, Cuevas underscore Moses. Facebook, Moses Cuevas. All social media platforms, you can find me on Moses Cuevas. Superb, superb. So, Moses, it's been an absolute pleasure speaking to you, and hopefully we can do it again at some point. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Whenever, and whenever you want, brother. Um, you know, just just give me a holler, and uh, I'm here for you, brother. I will do. Listen, thanks, Moses. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you. God bless you guys. Take care.